Greetings, D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kriath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. Last time, our characters finished up their investigation of the town of Ivanborough and set off into the Sparkling Grove with their tour guide, Marissa, leading the way. They stayed on the intended path at first, but a rogue set of tracks veering off that path soon had them wandering into an untamed part of the forest that contained a deadly predator, a massive snake that, thanks to the observations of our party, they believe has been consuming tourists for the past few weeks. They are now face to face with said snake, who is trapped in Damien's iron grasp as we roll initiative. Also, I apologize for my lack of enthusiasm in that intro. It has been the night from hell. We spent an entire hour trying to fix technical difficulties. And it wasn't just the same one. It was like back-to-back crazy different problems. But now, we're going to beat out all our pent-up anger by beating up this constrictor snake. So, um... No one needs yeah. a weapon. We're just going to beat it with our bare fists. <laughs> I'm going to bite it. Do it. Oh. Roll initiative. <laughs> it's not me. I'm very afraid to do that. Right. And just to note, I have advantage because of Vigilant Blessing. Huh. Well, my, mine is a four. Oh no. Oh, I forgot my dex is shit. Yeah, hold those rolls until everyone's rolled. <laughs> Did anyone roll above a 20? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Above a 15? Yes. I did. What'd you roll? I got a 19. Ooh. Okay. Stars are with this bitch. And I want to say my other roll with, thankfully, with advantage was a 1. <laughs> Thank God for advantage. Yikes. Okay. Um, anyone roll above a 10? I have a I got 14. 14. Oh, what? Who has the higher deck? Spider-Man meme pointing at each other. Uh, I have pl- <laughs> I have plus 1 my decks. Plus two. Ah. Okay. So. You elbow chat one out of the way. <laughs> All right. And then Damien, you said that was a four, correct? Yep. I have a four. Rip. As Damien grasps this giant constrictor snake with one of his massive gauntlets. Felthu, you're first up. Alrighty. Um, so to start, well, first off, how far away for, is the snake from where we are, or from where I am? I guess. I believe. Did you all stay in sort of like a five foot cluster? From what I remember from last time, we were like tied together, weren't we? No, we untied ourselves once we entered the meadow. Once we entered the clearing, we untied ourselves. I think I had gone further into the clearing to get away from the tree line. I know Damien was near the tree line because he grabbed the snake. Thaothu, I think you were near the tree line as well. I, was, I, I think I stayed near the like entrance bit of the uh, mm. clearing. Yeah, no, Damien rushed out because the snake dropped that was like looping down behind you to pick you up. Yeah, the snake was going was, was gonna to get me. I was going to let him. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> the clearing is essentially a 20-foot circle. So if you're by the entrance to the clearing... I know it's good that I asked, but I I, I just double-checked. It, it probably didn't matter in terms of a range thing of what I'm going to be doing, but still good to know. Um, okay. So first, I'm going to bonus action uh, starry form into the archer. So like trace the constellation of, on his arms into the of the archer. Yeah, so kind of projecting that you know constellation upon himself. So what it does is, it's a bonus action, I make a ranged spell attack against this thing, hurling an arrow at him. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do that as a bonus action. That is a 10 plus 5 for a 15. That hits. As he shoots out an arrow from this constellation form, which is a d8 plus wisdom for damage. <laughs> um, that is 1 plus 3 for 4 uh, radiant damage. All right. And then I'm going to, with my action, cast Guiding Bolt, which is another ranged spell attack. Okay, roll the hit. Probably going to miss. That is a 7. Yeah, that will not hit. That was the important one. Yeah, but for flavor, it's shooting arrows kind of as a starry constellation. The first one hitting, the second one obviously missing. Mm-hmm. Bonus action. Bonus action. Um, that 
that one that had a brighter glow, the second one, whizzes past as the snake is writhing, just manages to miss as it arcs over the body and buries itself into a nearby tree and ends up burrowing a hole in the nearby tree from the power of the blast. Anything else you would like to do? No, that'll be my turn. But just to note, that is uh, casted with, based on a class ability, not spells. Gotcha. Just for slots, but that's that's it. Does this just like launch out of your arm? Essentially. I'm, I'm imagining like a projection of an archer kind of appears, or more of a bow and arrow, I'd imagine, because he'd be the archer, kind of astral bow and arrow. Okay. That's, that's pretty fucking dope. Indeed it is. But... Alrighty, let's move on to Rubo. You are next. I think you guys can see Rubo in the back, and he gives you guys a look like he's gonna get like pretend to be asleep, and then he, he's like, "I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding." Uh, but I do, I do. I'm gonna roll stealth and use my uh, cunning action to try to hide. Alrighty, roll me some stealth, sir. I say that I'm gonna pre- not actually sleep, but then I dive into a bush. That's a if it's a. Th- 13 and a 15, so 13 plus my stealth, which is 2, so 15 total. Alrighty, you think you're sneaky as you dive into this bush. Sweet. I will, I'm going to try to throw a dagger at this thing uh, and try to sneak attack it. That is a 16 to hit. That hits. Perfect. Uh, and do I get sneak attack? I'm actually hitting. Yes, you do. Sweet. Uh, that is a... Four points for my regular damage, and then just one little d6 of extra damage, but it's a six, so ten points of damage. Oh, shit. As I just, like, say I'm not going to fall asleep, dive into this bush, everyone thinks I actually am faking sleeping, and then a dagger just stabs into the snake. You guys hear the snake hiss out in pain as it continues writhing in Damien's grasp. I told you guys I was useful. That the bush just threw a dagger at the snake. Oh, it was me. Who? Fuck. One. He's hidden. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we move over to Chatwin. Okay. Um, I roll up the sleeves of my big overcoat and... <sighs> Ifriti's aura. <sighs> the lights that lights up from inside, showing off the bones in the face and the glowing eyes. And... I reach into the big sleeve of my overcoat and I pull out a swirling like chromatic like marble looking thing and I like a pitcher in a baseball game I'm going to cast chromatic orb <laughs> throw this thing at him um which is roll to hit uh, let's use the pink dice Okay, okay, okay. Uh, that is 13 plus 6, which is going to be 19. 19 hits. Perfect. Um, that is 3d8, and I'm going to do fire damage, so I can do an extra bit with my Ifriti's aura as well. Uh, so let me get my d8. Jeez, guys. When I said channel all your inner rage from our hour of technical difficulties, I didn't realize we were channeling this much inner rage. Pop off. <laughs> Jokes on you. I'm always full of rage. Um, ooh, baby, baby, baby. Um, so that's 5 plus 5 is 10 plus 6 is 16 plus my charisma modifier, I believe. Let me double check. Yes, so that is... 16 plus an additional four for my charisma modifier, which is 20. Yeah, so 20 damage total of fire damage. Just it plink against the scale and (laughs) rainbow fire all around. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Damien, you watch as this plink of rainbow fire erupts from Chatwin's hands and engulfs the abdomen of this snake that you're holding, the heat radiating off of it, nearly singeing your hair as you kind of lean back to avoid the the full brunt. Uh, look look out, it's hot. It's, 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 it doesn't look like normal, it's still fire. It's, it's, I say glowing in like this radiant light, <laughs> fucking eyes, bones glowing through the skin. It's, it's hot. I'm, I'm used to fire. I'm a blacksmith. I'm all right. Chatwin, Damien, both of you guys go ahead and make me perception checks. Well, actually, everyone make me perception checks. I'm not a very perceptive person, and that's not a very good role. So 
Actually, I'm a very perceptive person. What am I talking about? That's a 15. Ooh, uh, that is 14 plus 0, 14. That was a 3 plus a 1, so big ol' 4. Welp. Uh, yeah, I am joining with that 3, but it's 3 plus 5 for an 8. Actually, Damien and Chatwin are the only ones who notice this, but as uh, your rainbow fire melts away part of the scales and flesh of the abdomen portion of this snake, both of you spot what looks to be the intact torso of a human and a bit of one of the bright pink signature shirts of the tour guides from the town. I I am in a bush, so I I can't be mad about not seeing anything. Oh, Marcy. (laughs) Yeah, poor Marcy. (laughs) With that, it is the snake's turn. What a snake. What a snake. It pauses its writhing in Damien's grasp long enough to try and snap at his the arm that is holding it in place. Hey, Damien, hold it up, up closer to the mouth so it doesn't get you. I don't think a 12 hits. No, not even close, lass. Oh, you got it, buddy. It just, it tries to position its head right and you see the fangs um, burst out of its mouth as it opens its jaws wide only for it to just like one of the tips of the fangs to barely scrape your gauntlet and then it goes back to writhing in in your grasp. Damien, it is now your turn. I'm going to maintain my grip on this thing because I can't really do much else if I have to use both hands to hold it down. Well, it tried to use its action to attack this turn. So since it missed and its action was to attack, then I'm going to say you don't have to re-roll that for this turn. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, both but both his hands are occupied. So his only options are punch something, hit something with a warhammer, or hold on to it. So he's gonna hold on to it. Fair enough. Look who's useless now! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, then we're gonna circle back to the top of the round. Thelthu. All right, uh, same thing as last time. Bonus action is going to shoot a magic arrow, uh, and f- critically fail. Ouch. There's the bonus action. Uh, action is I'm going to do cast Toll the Dead. It must make a wisdom save. That's a big old two. Uh, that is a failure. Uh, and I'm assuming it is missing health. Yes, it is. So I get to roll a d12 for damage if I can find one. The snake fails its wisdom save. You said it rolled a two. Uh, DC is like 13. 13. Uh, I rolled a nine. So it's nine necrotic as I like to imagine it's he's kind of a kind of uh, a starry bell appears over the snake, and he shoots one of the arrows at it, and ding, as the bell tolls. And it kind of stops writhing for a second, looks up mesmerized, and lets out this sort of combination hiss screech in Damien's face as uh, even more scales kind of begin to melt away, uh, leaving this sort of black discoloration in their wake and this thing's looking pretty messed up rubo from the bushes how far away do you think i am i'd say you're about 15 feet okay 15 feet can i use divine sense on this thing and try to sense if it is uh as an action you can detect good and evil until the end of your next turn you can sense anything affected by the Hallow spell and know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet it is not behind total cover. You can use this feature five times for a long rest. Um, so I'm just trying to get a sense of this thing is not just a snake because it like I'm seeing this like, I don't know, messed up meltiness of the snake. You take a look at it and you kind of start to hone in. The snake is definitely it has very evil intentions animals that you've observed in the past haven't had quite this clear of like leaning in alignment necessarily Mm -hmm. but you don't see any strange energy of like whether it's a different creature than just a snake it appears to be just a snake with very evil intentions okay you would assume that all the meltiness is coming from what your friends are doing to it cool I just want to make sure, because I was like, 
It's getting some weird vibes off of this. In that case, I guess as a bonus action, I will hide again because I'm not still hidden, right? Because I attacked. Uh, no, you are not still hidden because you attacked, yes. Okay, so I'll just use my bonus action to hide again, and then I'll be good for the next turn. Alrighty, stealth check, good sir. That is a, oh, a disadvantage because of my heavy armor. Uh, okay, that is a th 13, so not great. Alright, you believe you are sneaky. Cool. I, I jump into another bush. <laughs> you guys just see Ru Rubo in like the background of this little like clearing. He just like stands up in the bush, like looks around real quick, and then just dives into another. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, Russell, <laughs> Russell. <laughs> what's going on in these bushes, guys? All right, you believe you're sneaky. What's going on? Perfect. That's the end of my turn. That was action and bonus. Chatwin, we go over to you. How injured is this thing looking right now? It's. It's got quite a few holes poked in it. We'll say that. Okay, but it's not like quite on like death's door. It's getting there. Okay, here we go. Time for a sequel. I'm gonna um, I'm throwing another one of my um special little marbles at this guy. <laughs> Just so after it doesn't take it down. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Um. Ooh, uh, 15 plus 6, 21. That definitely hits. So that is another 3d8. Again, plus 4 from my charisma modifier. Let me get my d8 out. Come on, baby. One, two, three. Ooh! <laughs> All sixes. <laughs> um, so 6 plus 6, 12, 18, plus another 4. 22. Um, another plink! The floor is yours. How do you want to kill this thing? <gasps> oh my god, really? <laughs> yes. Um, I think that it, the little chromatic orb, like little marble thing, when it plinks into the scales, it gets lodged in between a part of the scales that have already been chipped away from the other attacks. And as it gets lodged in and poof, into rainbow fire, you see the traces of rainbow fire running through the entire length of its body until it's like RGB lighting, like along all of the, in between um, all the scales in its body, just <laughs> glowing rainbow. And it's kind of beautiful for a second until you hear the faint sound of horrible screaming and it's not clear where it's coming from. You think it's coming from the fire before it just, all the fire just <laughs> goes inwards and burns it from the inside. Alrighty. And you guys kind of watch as the fire kind of sucks itself inwards. Damien, this snake gets incredibly hot in your hands as skin and scale just begins melting away. I would have dropped it as soon as I heard screaming. <laughs> and you watch as this snake's body begins to melt away into the grass and subsequently, you guys are met with the charred remains of Marcy. I'm still in, like, just finished throwing position. And just kind of straighten up. <clears throat> Put my sleeves back down. Okay, good job. You guys hear from a bush? Is it over? I'm going to walk over to that bush that just yelled. I, I, don't, I don't come out of it yet. <laughs> You approach, and what's your passive perception? Oh, it's so shitty. <laughs> My passive perception is 10. Okay. Um, yeah, you walk over to the bush. But I heard a voice yelling from the bush, right? Yes, but you don't really see anything until you're right on top of the bush, and some of Rubo's black hair is poking through the bush. You're just looking down into the bush, and you just see two gold amber eyes peering back out of it at you. I pull a shiv. Oh, it's me, it's me! I stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I put the shiv back somewhere on my person. You don't know where. <laughs> you don't know where that thing's kept. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> <sighs> I give Rubo a pat on the head. I think I'm go look at the snake. <laughs> I'll, I'll follow Chatwin over. <laughs> you guys go ahead and take a look at the snake corpse. And it, it literally is just 
kind of similar to what you did with the wolves a while ago, Chatwin. It has literally become a puddle of snake. A lot of the melted tissue and scales have now become lodged on the corpse of what you assume to be Marcy, the tour guide of the... Is it still, like, steaming hot? There is a bit of steam coming off of it, but it's it's looking like it's definitely cooling down. I'm gonna pull the glove off of my right hand and redirect all the heat to that hand so it kind of starts to, you know, when a stove is at, like, high heat, so it has a very faint, like, sort of red glow and you can feel the heat radiating off of it. Mm -hmm. My hand is kind of like a stove right now. And I'm gonna roll up my sleeve. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna reach into the mess and try to yank whatever's left of Marcy out. In that case, I'm gonna go ahead and have you make me a constitution save. Okay. Because you're not casting any sort of spell to protect you from being burned necessarily, though. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to blend in with the rest of the heat. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to drop my <laughs> Ifriti's aura. I still look like a fucking abomination. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Oh, not bad. Uh, 15 plus 4, 19. Alrighty. I'd say you dip your hand in and there is a little pain at first, but the the heat radiating from your hand almost seems to melt away some of the, the hot debris even faster so that it doesn't Ooh. burn you as much and you very quickly like like you would pulling like something from a hot pan with your bare hands, just very quickly like push. <laughs> yeah. So you very quickly sort of pull it out of the muck. Is the muck still kind of burning? It's not on fire on fire, but it's still very hot. It's kind of like it's kind of like if you heated metal almost. Okay. Like it's retained a lot of the heat from the fire that sunk into the body. And that heat is dissipating slowly as it's like melted and coming back towards a solid form of some sort. Okay. I th- I think I turned to Damien and I'm like, uh, Damien, we should probably make sure this doesn't burn the forest down, don't you think? Uh, Damien would look around. Does it look like it's going to catch anything on fire? Not particularly. It It looks like it's sort of melting into the grass and starting to become solid again. So... Like I said, it's not... I used a spell that specifically wasn't going to be spread around the area. I tried to use a spell that specifically wasn't going to catch the trees on fire. I had other options, but I didn't want the fire to be, like, rampant. I wanted it to be focused. Rubo doesn't know that. He goes, maybe we could pee on it? Throw some dirt on it. I say, as I remove my other glove, take out my flask of clean water and some of my soap and begin washing my hands for about five minutes. And Damien's just like, no, you don't need to worry about that, lad. It's kind of like metal. Like, it's starting to cool and solidify. You know, like, when you gotta leave a campfire really fast, so you just pee on it and it to make sure it doesn't burn when you're gone? You can just throw dirt on it. Uh... You guys don't pee. You don't pee on the fire. I I guess so. No. If that's, but I mean, it'd but probably you'd... be very different for me to try. <laughs> it would probably be a bit warm, lass. But I keep washing my hands. <laughs> but I don't think we need to pee on the uh, the body. It's starting to cool down and solidify, so it it'll be all fine. right. All right. Thelthu, what are you up to? Just standing back, observing everyone talking. And I, I failed to have mentioned it earlier, because, again, this is a lot of stuff for me not having a lot of options and not playing character with as many options. But I am currently radiating uh, 10 foot of bright light and then 10 foot of dim light as part of the um, starry form. Oh my god, I was radiating thir- I was radiating- I was radiating a bunch of light too, just two glowing beacons in the middle of the goddamn forest. <laughs> I turned mine off. Damien would end up coming over to Thaelthu and be like, is that another one of your god things? That's really cool. Oh, um, yeah. You can just make weapons out of anything. Well, not anything, but the uh, the stars, the constellations, and the bow still would be out. This last ten minutes, so like I, I'd imagine like he's slung this 
constellation-y, you know, bow over his shoulder. Um, uh, but yes, and some of the constellations give power, and well, this is just one of them. Can can I see the bow? Oh, I I don't know. Um, kind of like, you know, swings it over his shoulder, um, holds it in his hands. Um, well, you can certainly try, I suppose. I just want to look at it. I don't need to touch it, lad. He's going to kind of like examine it, and he's like, this looks really, really cool, and it's made well, it seems. It's, it's quite fascinating. I didn't know stars could make things like that. Well, I'd, I'd heard a long time ago that like somebody forged a weapon out of a star. I'd never believed any of that kind of stuff. Well, this is just one weapon, and well, it's... Forging is a strange word, I think, to use, but drawing on power, it's... Well, I don't think it's fully real, but it's just a manifestation, a sort of um, image, almost. Like a ghost? Wait, would you say a ghost? Yeah, like a ghost. Um, per- perhaps. I'm not, I don't remember a lot, um, just more so how to do some of these things, and the um, full theology of it. That's very cool. Rubo peeks out from behind Damien and says, Where have you been keeping it? It's. I don't quite get that part. Have you had it on you the whole time? Oh, no. Well, like I mentioned, it's drawing power and kind of like <laughs> holding uh, the bow in one hand, kind of extends his arms and like the misty, not misty, nebulous kind of arm, starry visage is kind of there it's something with this and um then he clutches the uh, necklace on his neck um this as well the star map it aids in drawing out the power i still don't quite understand but i think it's pretty cool like so you can just make a weapon out of are do your arms get smaller do you take some of your arm power away when you make this gonna like really look at his arm for a second <laughs> rubo you're putting ideas in his no, head <laughs> I, I don't think so but well truthfully i haven't done this often or before it seemed appropriate now but um yeah i i think it's that the gods are forging the weapon for him rubo that his god has made this weapon for him when he needed it that's still a really cool idea I like I like the sound of that being able to just make something for someone. How do you how did you learn how to do it? Did I I mean are do you have parents? Could they do this? Um, He's just gonna kind of like look at you like just dead in the eyes for a good like ten seconds of just silence. Well, I can't exactly remember, but um, I would assume they could have. Or can. Hmm. You don't remember your family? I don't know. Can I make a history check to attempt to remember something? <laughs> <laughs> you may. Or, or, or just no. Okay. So my gut answer is saying no, but I like... Oh, well, no. It's a five, and I don't think my history... Uh, history might be decent. History is... Uh, plus five, so a ten. You you try to reach back into the empty recesses of your mind and you're finding that the only memory you've even remotely recently gotten is that one from back at the bar. And that's the only one you can dredge up even, no matter how dig you, deep you dig. He's just like staring at you for that like entire like thirty seconds and just no can't remember too much. That's why I'm here and well this starry grove and all that. Uh, I mean, Delthu, with your permission, I'd love to pick your brain about it later. Um, if 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 that's something you're comfortable with, not just not um family stuff, but just how all of it works, I'm very interested. But um, I. I feel like it's not um, exactly 
I, uh, I'm putting my gloves back on after having washed my hands and uh, pointing down to uh, the uh, corpse that I yanked out of the goo. Uh, just a quick examination, I feel like, probably is warranted. Uh, R- Rubo, do you have um, huh? do you have a couple daggers I could borrow real quick? I normally um, would use proper tools for this sort of thing, but I don't. Uh, and yeah, I pull, <clears throat> I'll pull one dagger out, and then I'll walk over to the muck, and I'll pull the other dagger. I have two daggers, one out of the like muck, and it's all like gross and hot, and I'm like, <coughs> like hot potatoing it, tossing it up and down. I'm like, okay, yeah, this one's a little warm, but I got two. Are you going to cut her open? I'm. Going to do a quick examination. Um, just trying to see. I know it's uh, probably very likely that uh, she was killed and eaten by the snake, but I want to see if there were any other deciding factors in her death. If there was anything else, um, don't don't worry. I, I know I know I know very much what I'm doing. I can. Um, I just don't have much proper equipment with me this time. Uh, uh, just a quick look, really. Um. Um. Does anybody have a handkerchief, by the way? I, I shrug and I hand you my my dagger. You can take the hot one too if you want, but I, I at least hand you my good dagger. I'll take the good one and just stare at the goopy one. I just wash I just wash my hands. <laughs> Damien's gonna pull out one of his spare pieces, his spare like clothes, and be like, "Here, uh, uh, you can use that." Thank you. I, I I'm not meant. I'm not trying to be uptight. I just um, I can't do the the. Uh, the, the mess. <laughs> oh, the, I, okay. I'll, I'll carry her back when we're on our way back. Right, right. And I, of course, I'm going to try to make her a bit presentable. I don't want to deliver her to the family like this. As you're kind of taking this uh, piece of uh, this piece of clothing from Damien, a familiar voice kind of uh, pokes fun at you in your head and just goes. So you'll fight off a pack of wolves and make spiders crawl out of your eyes, but you're afraid of a little snake whoop. Interesting. You know, I don't... You know it's a difference. I can't, I can't, I can't touch it. I can't touch it. You know that I can't, I can't touch it. I can't touch. Um, oh, I'm aware. Okay, I'm going to take the knives. Uh, leave me alone. <laughs> All of it is said out loud, by the way. Anytime I'm talking to my friend, it's out loud. <laughs> I, I, I lean into Damien and I'm like, do you think she knows she does that? Just talks to herself? <laughs> Lad, I think she knows and I, I really don't feel like pressing the matter. I held a giant snake down. I'm a little tired. It's pretty cool, man. I, I, I give you like a fist bump. Um, but I'm going to crouch beside what is left of um, Marcy and the two knives in my hands with like holding them with like like a practiced surgeon almost and i'm going to not quite dissect but just try to examine what wounds i can see try to see if there's anything to suggest oh yeah she was just straight up eaten by a snake or if i can see if there was anything else going on with her um and whatever after whatever i can find i do want to try to clean her up best i can for family presentation Mm -hmm. so go ahead and roll me either perception or investigation oh okay go ahead and do investigation (laughs) absolutely oh that is only 12 but yeah my investigation is pretty good so plus six is 18 okay you start poking around this body your study your studies are really coming in handy on this trip man Oh yeah, I have lots of studying experience for this exact kind of thing. <laughs> but you start poking and prodding around. You do see a a couple very clear fang marks on her right arm, which is where you're assuming the snake initially grabbed her to like slow her down before finding a way to consume her. You see that a bunch of the a few of her bones are and limbs are bent at odd angles. Snap back in place. (laughs) (laughs) Making you assume that she was constricted by the snake, which would have broken a few bones by crushing them with its muscles before consuming Mm -hmm. her. 
You mm-hmm. do notice, however, that you you hadn't done much studying on the topic necessarily. You know enough from previous experience what working with long dead bodies looks like. And you remember mm-hmm. that um, they had been noted as disappeared about three days ago. So she's been dead for... This body does not look dead for nearly that long. So she's been dead for more time or less time? Less time. Far less time. Less time. So she just very recently died. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as soon as I gather my can, I will hold the knives back out to um, Rubo after I finished uh, doing that. Um, and then, as I said, just, to just pop whatever bones I can back into place, cleaning her up best I can um, while trying to get absolutely zero of anything on me. And if I do, I have to pause for about two minutes to clean it. And then I'm going to go back to what I was doing. But yeah, clean up, clean her up as much as I can. And when I'm finished with everything, I will look to everyone else. Um, were there, was this the only body in there? I don't know. You melted the snake. Right. I mean, I only saw the one. Mm. Uh... I mean, I'll take a stick and see if I can identify any human bones in the goop, I guess. Worth a shot. Damien's going to start looking around at the tree line to see where it came down from to see if he could possibly get, like, climb up there to look for an injured person. Um, go ahead and roll me perception, Damien. Chat when you said you're rooting around in the body of the snake. Yeah, grabbing just a stick and seeing if I can find any more, like, scraps of cloth or human bones or anything that suggests Marcy wasn't the only one to be eaten by the snake. Another investigation, please. Okay, tight. 24. Uh, 9 plus 6, 15. Alrighty. Damien, with that 24, you would be able to sort of uh, glance up at the canopy and your eyes would fall on a broken branch where you're assuming that the snake was hanging off of before you snatched it and got it away from your new travel companion. You're able to very easily follow that broken branch down to a tree. You don't see anything up there that would indicate another living human. Although you do see more like broken branches as if it was dragging something through at one time or another. I'm gonna go investigate the broken branches, see if it has like a nest somewhere or something. Okay. It's like, I'm going to go see if it, it's got a nest or something. Buddy system, don't go alone. We don't want you to get eaten by a snake. I'll take along. It's fun. All right. Right. You two seem like best friends already. You two have been getting along so well so far from what I've seen. I can take fail food. I genuinely believe that. <laughs> Rubo, Rubo's got a big smile on his face. He looks up at Damien, who's probably like glaring back down at him. <laughs> Just don't shatter a vase this time, please. I don't have one or else I would. So we're good to go. And with that, as you two head towards the tree, uh, Chatwin, as you're rooting around, uh, fell through really quick. What are you doing? Just observing? or Yeah, there's, there's not too much I think he'd be doing. There'll be a moment where I'll start talking to everyone because he doesn't. It's a dead body. He doesn't care. It's, it's fair. It's gone. That's fair. Chatwin, you kind of start rooting around in the muck and you do see little bits and pieces of... Things that would suggest you get closer to like the lower abdomen where sort of the end of the snake and the end of the digestive tract would be. And you start seeing Mm -hmm. bits of like um, undigested bone, like you see part of like a tourist cap that you think came from the souvenir shop. Little bits Mm -hmm. and pieces of things that didn't completely melt in your your blaze of fire that melted the snake. Yeah, the combination of my fire and this thing's stomach acid, they didn't really have a good chance. No. <laughs> um, but definitely evidence that this snake ate the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'll kind of report that back to Theothu because he's the only other one there. Um, do we, we don't have Damien and Rubo in our line of sight from where we are, do we? 
You would be able to see them as they kind of went over to this other tree. It's it's right at the edge of the clearing, so it's not. Oh, okay. So cool. you would be able to see them climbing out, um, up. I'll just you know report that kind of what I found to Thalthu, and then just kind of stand and try to keep an eye on them, um, kind of on guard if anything else wants to jump out. Alrighty. And as you keep an eye on them, Rubo Thalthu, I would like you to either make acrobatics or athletics to climb into this tree and start investigating around. I think you mean Damien, right? Yeah, I, I'm just kind of watching the ground. Um, I can, I can a- attempt to help Damien if he needs. I'm very weak, but I am dexterous. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were going up into the tree too. Do Do you want to boost me into the tree, or do you want to go up there? Well, I got it. He's going to climb up into the tree. What do you want? Uh, athletics? Athletics or acrobatics, whichever you prefer. I start pushing on his massive quads to try to boost him. Uh, 13 plus a 6. All right. And if if Rubo is going to try and help you, albeit not give a ton of help, uh, you can roll with advantage. Well, that, that one was a 3. I'll take the 13 plus a 6 for a 19. Yeah. So Damien, yeah, with little to no help from Rubo, but you can tell that he's trying to help. You manage to easily boost yourself into this tree. You start looking around at some of these broken branches and seeing signs of this tree being frequently used by this snake. You do, as you climb about halfway up the tree, notice a hole bored into the the trunk that would give enough room for this snake to hide. And you do see some, some other dead animals, uh, like squirrels and rabbits and things, actually stored in the trunk of the tree, which is very unusual for a snake. You've never seen it. Um, any sort of reptile or snake do this. They usually eat and then go hunting when they're hungry again. They don't keep a stockpile of food. He's going to examine the um, the hole. Kind of like climb into it. And he's like, I found the hole. It's got some animals in here. Uh, give me a minute. He's going to climb up into it. Can Damien fit in the hole or does, or can I have him boost me up and I'll slide down into the hole? Damien, you would be able to um, probably stick your head and like your, like your head in to observe and maybe like an arm, but I don't think you would be able to crawl entirely into the hole. Okay. He's going to, if he, if he can't fit in there, he's like, Hey, Rubo, get up here. And he's going to drop a rope down. Perfect. Uh, do I need to make a check to use the rope? Athletics or acrobatics with advantage, thanks to the rope. Flat roll acrobatics, then. Uh, that is a... Uh, 15 plus 2 17. Nice. Thanks to the rope, you're able to scurry up pretty quickly. Perfect. And... You make it up to where Damien is standing next to a pretty decently sized hole in the trunk Perfect. of the tree. I, I look into this like dark hole smattered with blood or something. And I'm like, you know, honestly, though, I maybe not. Right. Oh, whatever. And he's going to sit down, pull out a torch, flint and tinder and like try to get the torch to like go up so he can like hold it like carefully hold it into the hole without lighting the tree on fire uh yeah you managed to light the torch and with some very slow and careful maneuvering you're able to get it into the trunk of the tree and then like put my head in to look (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you start to look down and you see that there's a lot more in there than just animal carcasses you start to see like trinkets from what you would assume is it's human victims like you see some souvenir hats you see like you see some jewelry that might have belonged to some of the female the women that it killed uh little toys from the kids oh that's not good well i see a lot of like jewelry and toys and souvenirs and stuff in here there's no pawn shops in the forest so you can't hawk that goods oh 
but at least it's good proof that that we found it. We should probably take these things back. Okay, and I I try to get into the hole so I can start climbing in there to get all the stuff out. Once he's like in the hole, I'll put the torch back in so he has light. Uh, as I as I look at all this, does any of it look valuable? <laughs> Go ahead and make me an investigation check. I probably should have brought our lizard friend. <laughs> uh, that is a fourteen plus one is a fifteen. Um, you see a couple like he said there. There is some jewelry in there. You see a couple like simple, like necklaces. Uh, you see a pair of earrings, but none of it looks extremely valuable. Okay, I just take the the prettiest looking one, and I'm gonna try to slide a hand into my pocket. Man, I'm I'm not looking at you. Like I'm just holding the torch in. You find a decently sized sapphire necklace. Uh, make me a sleight of hand check real quick. Uh, that is a 12 plus 4. So what's 12 plus 4? Math. 16. 16. You very quickly, as you're kind of scooping everything up, making it look like you're making a pile in your arms, very quickly you take that sapphire necklace and just shoop into the back pocket. Perfect. Uh, and then I pass the rest of it up to Damien. He puts it in his bag and then holds a hand in to help pull you out. Does this like go anywhere else? Or is it just kind of a hole? It's kind of just a hole. It's not like a tunnel. No, it's not a tunnel. It has hollowed out a surprising amount of tree for what you would believe a snake is capable of. Like I said to Damien, you would never know any sort of reptilian creature or snake in general to stockpile food. Yeah, seems weird, but it's not like a, it doesn't go like further. Especially since you can see that like now that you're down there and like right up in, in the face of some of these animal carcasses, like some of them seem like really old and decaying. So the fact that you're assuming that it, chose fresher prey over the stuff that it had already stockpiled like this is getting kind of strange i'll uh i'll be like please get me out of here it smells awful and i'll reach up and grab damien's hand he's gonna pull you out kind of like help help you get down the rope and just be like can you go get chatwin please uh yeah chatwin <laughs> i just shout and they'll do maybe he knows something this is odd yeah both of you guys yeah. out there. i just shout because you guys aren't that far away, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you ask a kid to do something and they just yeah. shout it. Mom. What? Okay. Can, can okay. You okay. okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna go with Phil. Dad needs you guys. <laughs> Dad needs you. Yeah, we'll go over there. I uh. If one of y'all want to climb up here, I, this is really odd. I, he kind of sits down on the branch. So there's a there's a hole up here where it looks like the snake would stay, but there's dead carcasses in there. So it's it's weird that it would just go out, like it would stockpile food. That's not normal, I don't think. And it had trinkets, like it took the jewelry and things from the people. I figured you might want to look at it because I. I'm not that smart. I just don't think animals act that way. Uh, yeah, I could, I could uh, take a look. That wasn't really my primary focus of study in my youth, but uh, I may have read something on it. Uh, oh, what about you? What about you, Thalthu? Are, are you familiar with animals and their behaviors? Uh, somewhat. Um, I could get up there pretty easily, actually, and take a good peek, uh, kind of uh, in the size of a small beast, so to speak. All right, uh, I would appreciate it. I'll help you out of the hole. Oh, I don't think that'll be that much of a, a problem. Um, I would like to use my last thing of wild shape to turn into a j just a normal tiny spider, CR zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because and... that's the first thing that went to my mind. Amazing, and you guys watch Aww. as this giant lizard all of a sudden shrinks. And there is a tiny green little spider. Chat, when did that fall out of you? Not this time. I'm going to crouch down and kind of hold out my hand. Oh, they'll do you a little eight-legged guy. And Damon just seemed like, oh, God, not a spider, not a spider, not a spider. I just imagine <laughs> I wouldn't do this, but being like, oh, a spider stepping on him real quick and he turning back to the <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah come on. Yeah, We're at the base of the tree, right? Yeah. If the old thing gets in my hands. Yeah, okay. I'll go like, uh, okay, little Baba. I will uh, reach up and pass him up to the branch. There you go. <laughs> I, get a, I get a climb speed, so I just doop. <laughs> climb on up and, and in the hole, and I spiders also have dark vision. Uh, Damien, could you help pull me up, actually? Because I would like to take a peek in there, but I'm uh, I'm not too confident in my abilities. Yeah, just tie the rope around you. I'll pull you up. Oh, okay. Uh, tie the rope, throw it up to him. He just pulls it. I mean, it's tied to the tree branch, right? That's how I was helping. Oh. So I'm just going to grab it and pull it up. Okay, I'll hold on to the rope and have you help pull me up. <laughs> yeah. You're strong enough that I'm not even going to have you make a check. It's... I'm an I'm an inside boy. <laughs> I, I'm watching him pull Chatwin up, and I'm like, I weigh less than her, and you made me climb. I'm not an I'm not an outside person. I was trying to help you build muscle, lad. I'm very strong. Flex <laughs> muscles droop. I slip one sleeve out of my overcoat and flex. I I mean I thought I'm already plenty strong. There are muscles there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, that's unexpected. And as Rubo sits there admiring Chatwin's muscles and being jealous. <laughs> Damn. So, Thelthu, your tiny little spider form, crawls into this little hole. And you are met with the decaying corpses of a multitude of creatures, ranging from squirrels and mice to spiders. Bigger spiders, much bigger spiders than you are right now and rabbits is there anything specific that you're looking for i think he's just i mean animal corpses are one thing that's normal they meant here and everything else i guess he's trying to with a smaller more nimble set of eyes kind of try to spot anything else that might have been missed if this does end up going down deeper or something if there's any kind of not natural like markings of something else being here other than a snake. Go ahead and make me an investigation check. Okay, I just want to double check which investigation I use. I believe it's my own because it's a mental stat. I would say yes in this case. Right, for intelligence and wisdom. Yeah. Uh, yes, okay. Uh, investigation. Okay, 17 plus 3 is a dirty 20. Yeah, you start looking around and you see that being a much smaller creature, this hole has a couple more facets than the uh, other boys were able to pick up when they were kind of investigating around and gathering some things. And you do find amongst the... Uh, the debris that's been tossed aside in here. You find a couple more, like, torn bits of cloth, some other signs of human prey that's been dragged back here and consumed. You find, in particular, what looks to be like a torn robe from a monastery of some sort that has uh, three M's like, that has sort of a logo on it, a crest almost, of three M's stacked on top of each other with what looks like leaves of a tree that would make a canopy of a tree stacked on top of it. But that's about all you find. All right. And could I possibly make, like, maybe it's a nature check or something to think, like, is, do I, do I think there is only one snake who, who would have lived here? Yeah, go ahead and make me a nature check. Okay, uh, 19 plus 5 for a 24. For a 24? You start thinking about it. You look around near the corpses of the dead animals once again. And you realize that circling this mass of uneaten stuff are a bunch of cracked eggshells. And it's uneaten stuff, but the eggshells are cracked. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll start making his way out then. Doesn't move very fast. Uh, it's only 20 feet. <laughs> but I guess the place isn't that big. Please tell Alrighty. <laughs> Little spider legs. Do, 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 do. Uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you all right in there? 
I mean, he is a spider. Spiders don't move very fast. All three of us are sitting on the branch, our legs swinging, just <laughs> kind of just. No, Ru Rubo's on the ground. <laughs> you fell. <laughs> just standing up there, staring up at you guys. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not like we can exactly like call down to him and see what's going on. He can't really respond. Unless any of you talk to spiders and we just don't know. I, I look right at Damien. <laughs> I look at Damien. <laughs> I I do not get along with spiders. Why that not? is like the worst thing he could have turned into for me. Are you scared of spiders? I'm a little un unnerved by spiders. They just show up everywhere. And like you leave your forge unlit for a little while. You come back and there's cobwebs everywhere because it used to be warm. Mm. I just, I don't know. You just scoop them out. They're very kind if you're gentle with them. I mean, I kind of had to get used to the creepy crawlies, you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I, get a, I get a full body shake. <laughs> 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 Thinking about the bugs in my eyes. I I, I still, <sighs> do they just live there or do they, are they summoned? I've wondered that. The only way to figure out is if to would be to take a look inside my skull. <laughs> And with that, <laughs> you, you crawl out of the hole. And time and, to hear this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and appear next to this this group, their legs all dangling off of a branch as they wait for you. I like <laughs> He'll try to speak cuz not. This is like the first time I imagine he's ever done this. And like realizing you can't speak as a spider, just kind of like crawl up in whoever is closest to the hole to get their attention. <gasps> Can I pick him up again? I'm assuming it would be Chatwin, so yes. I was so eager to see him again. <laughs> I'm gonna pick him up like Snow White holding a cute little bird, but instead it's this fucking nightmare person holding a little spider. <laughs> holding it up in front of my face, cupped in both hands. Hi there. Do you find anything interesting? Wave your little hands if you did. <laughs> he will. I don't know how visible. I guess it would be. They two spiders, yeah. Okay, that probably was a better way to do that, but that was honestly just for my entertainment. I really like spiders. I really like bugs. All right. Well, I'm gonna lower you back down, lass. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm <laughs> fully gonna put Thaofu on my shoulder. <laughs> oh, do you want to go down, or do you want to take another look up here? Um, like just <laughs> point, point down with your point down. spider leg. <laughs> oh, okay. We're good. Helps him down, and then just kind of like leaps out of the like. <laughs> jumps out of the tree. Jumps out of the tree. Boom, onto the ground. <laughs> the big fucking superhero metal, landing. Big big metal person. <laughs> clank, 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 clank. <laughs> I just imagine you land wrong and you trip and you're and you just tumble onto the ground. Clank, 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 clank. It's like dropping a bunch of pots and pans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much the only way I'm getting the rope back down because I can't crawl that or climb down the rope and then untie it so he's just gonna untie the rope jump down with I it i was just imagining theothu like turning back into himself up on that branch and you got three people on a branch and it's <laughs> snapping and all of you fall into the forest floor <laughs> but okay. now rubo you are left up in the tree without the rope or no Ru rubo came no, no he helped i, I down sent already. rubo down already yeah, oh, we pushed he, him out before of he called for chat. Yeah, we pushed him out of the tree earlier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Thilthu off my shoulder. Uh, is there anything else you think it's like we need to do? Child all over again. <laughs> yeah, uh, Thilthu, is there anything else that uh, you think you need to do while you're still a spider? Like what one one leg to like? I guess you can't really do that as a spider, huh? I mean, they can they can touch their face. Do they can? Okay, then yeah, he would. I'd... Shake your little abdomen oh. if no. <laughs> <laughs> shake your shake your little spider butt if yes. Yeah, shake your spider butt for for a no. That, uh... You shake your spider butt for a no. You wave your spider arms for a yes. That's the system we've come up with. <laughs> we'll shake a spider butt in in a yes to to that system along with that is it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I know, I know. You're like a new friend, Anala, and you're not a little pet spider. But this is very, this is very wholesome for me. I just have to say, okay, I'll put you on the ground so you don't turn back into Thilthu on my hands. <laughs> and there's a little whisper in the back of your mind that goes, "If you could turn him into a spider permanently, you know." Fuck off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. What? 
Don't worry. Oh, you're, you're doing it again. All right. End with that. Don't step on our friend, Damien. <laughs> yeah, don't step on him. Everyone, everyone back away. Don't, I don't want to accidentally step on him. You might kill Theothu. <laughs> if you, oh my God. If we step, if we step on him, do we kill Theothu? No, everyone back up. <laughs> I don't know how this works. I don't know how it works. He's going to let that whole thing play out for like a second and then revert, bonus, you know, bonus action revert into a lizard folk again. <laughs> well, that was... And there is now a six foot tall lizard man standing in front of you once again. That was very interesting, and... Theothu. You're very talented. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh, interesting to get a shorter perspective on things. It's Everything's a lot bigger. Um... But, well, there isn't too much more in the hole other than the corpses of animals, um, along with cloth and some sort of robe with three M's and it leaves over it. Oh, uh, someone mentioned, I can't remember who, um, someone was talking about the, uh, the monastery of uh, uh, Morikio. There's a monastery out here, or people believe that there is. Uh, uh, I wrote down notes on this. Um, I can't remember who told us. I think this was back in the um, the Stormy Sail Tavern before we even left for uh, Ivanborough. I think someone was telling us about the uh, uh, Morikio uh, Monastery out here. And um, Damien, do you have your pamphlet on this? Do you have your pamphlet? Maybe we, there's something in there. Uh, I thought she had recorded the whole pamphlet. I did. I did. That's what I'm. That's what I'm reading from. <laughs> Is there anything in the pamphlet? There is a small section about a monastery called Morikyo's Minions Monastery that has a very similar symbol as to what was described painted next to it. And it, it details that they they aim to, in serving Morikyo, combine his two ideals as much as possible and have created sort of their own mini civilization out in the in the forest as deep as they could get. So, okay. One of three possibilities. Either we have wandered to the, almost to their civilization, almost to the triple M's monastery, or one of them wandered too far from home, or the sparkling grove has already taken us and we are in the middle of it, nowhere near Ivanborough. Or hmm. another option. Yes. The snake was a member. We'll put that as option. We'll put that as option D. Uh, <laughs> uh, on, honestly, did you find anything else there, though? If oh, not, well. we should probably get the body back. There was one other, well, more than one, actually. There were a couple. Um, it seems there are probably more snakes around, or not. They were cracked eggs, but as you all had, or some of you had seen, there were those animal corpses seemingly untouched or at least there and there was a lot of them but the eggs were cracked or shells rather i don't i mean that could either imply the young died or they're out there somewhere well that's a little odd because typically young snakes would eat whatever was nearby maybe these monastery folks stole the baby snakes option uh uh, next up, that's yeah, that we'll add that to the list. <laughs> well, for now, I think we should. I think we should at least take the young lass back to her mother. There's. Do you remember her? There's something just about it that's bothering me. Do you remember her diary? She was talking about how she feels like she's being followed, that she's hearing noises in the woods, and if it was just the one snake grabbing people and recently it grabbed marcy as well that could explain her sort of frantic writing she had about people disappearing but i don't know something about her writing about she's being followed and hearing noises and the and the tree and the eggs and the uneaten corpses and just it doesn't i wish it was very simple just to say we got the thing that was eating people but does anyone else feel like we're still missing something? I think that there is a little bit more to the story that we definitely don't know. 
but I don't know any leads to find that information. I I would like to get the young lass back to her mother if we could mark the path along the way so that we can get our way back here and we can try to investigate further if that's what y'all would like to do. Yes, I I have I have a few words I need to share with the mayor anyways, so I think heading back to town right now um shouldn't be too much of an issue. Does anyone want to um carry um Marcy? I'll do it. I don't think I could to be honest with you. He's going to like pick her up and like princess carry her. Let's tie ropes around us just to be safe. Right. Yeah. Um, why exactly should we go through the trouble of carrying the body? So that her mother can bury her body and at least have proof that her daughter is dead. Well, if our... my children died, I would like to know for sure. Our word could be enough and the corpse is here and nature it is part of the cycles and such um i don't know how your people do things we typically bury our dead we we dig a hole we hold a ceremony to remember their life and we bury them in the ground all right that is fine i suppose then and as you all finish your preparations to return to the town of ivanborough that is where we will end our session for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Ah! Thank you all. <laughs> yes. All the craziness. Emma, I want to keep all. playing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep playing. I know, but we can't. I know. <laughs> anyway. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed, please be sure to follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All Chronicles of Kriath Pod, one word and lowercase. And if you want to see more of the shenanigans that these guys get up to once they return to Ivanborough, although probably a little more solemn at this moment, seeing as they're bringing back, bringing back a dead body with them, tune in next week. See you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. I'm going to eat the mayor's heart. <laughs> and and, and say, <laughs> say a prayer for poor Marcy's mother for me. Marcy's mom. Get fucked, Mayor Bert. <laughs> <laughs>